The following Art Trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? It's a sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a triple and a sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? Uh, I've got a sonic cannon. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Hey fellow time travelers, we're back with the Sonic News Driver for Earth Date, Friday the 16th of January 2009. Selected Doctor Who news stories delivered to you sonically. This is Louis Trapani, and this is a Freaky Friday edition of the Sonic News Driver. Okay, well, it's a Friday edition nevertheless. Well, this has been a, a very strange week, a very sad and um and miraculous week some will say it's a roller coaster news week i would say the week has been filled with um sad and miraculous news first the sad news john scott martin had passed away on the 6th of january at the age of 82 while battling parkinson's disease now you may not know it but john scott martin is a historical name when it comes to doctor who he has appeared in more than 110 episodes going all the way back to working with the first doctor william hartnell to the seventh doctor, Sylvester McCoy. Now, in that time period, he has played everything from the Zarbi to Hughes, a minor in the Pertwee story, The Green Death. But he's mostly known for his long career as a Dalek operator. In 2004, when it was announced that the series would be coming back to television at long last, he petitioned the BBC to return. Unfortunately, that did not come to be. And in addition to his long history with Doctor Who, he has worked in film and television projects that include Pink Floyd's The Wall, Monty Python's The Meaning of Life, Eric the Viking, The Tripods, Little Shop, Little Shop of Horrors, Out of the Unknown, and Zed Cars. Yeah, I'll promise I'll, I won't sing to you again. All right, well, <laughs> I'll try not to. <laughs> Although not directly related to Doctor Who, another sad loss this week has been that of Patrick McGowan, who passed away at the age of 80. Known for such roles as Number 6 in The Prisoner and John Drake in Danger Man and Secret Agent, he has also appeared alongside of none other than William Hartnell in the 1957 film Hell Drivers. McGowan won the Best Actor BAFTA TV Award back in 1960, as well as two Primetime Emmy Awards for two different guest-starring roles in Columbo. Although he worked in a great many different projects, be it science fiction fantasy work like Scanners and Baby, The Secret of the Lost Legend, to comedies such as Silver Streak with Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, to more recent works such as Braveheart and A Time to Kill, to even a guest spot on The Simpsons reprising his role as the always immortalized number six from The Prisoner, 
It is the prisoner, like Doctor Who, that achieved a cult-like status with a loyal following. Even though it was limited to a 17-episode run, it was a remarkable allegoric series that not only did Magoon star in as the title character, he also created the series and even directed several of the episodes himself. It's funny, you know, after learning about his death, the theme music for The Prisoner kept on playing in my head, you know, all day that day. Coincidentally, this outstanding theme was written by none other than Ron Grainer, who also composed the equally iconic theme of Doctor Who. Not to be outdone, this week also saw the death of Khan! No, I said that wrong. It's more like Khan! No. Khan! Ah, oh, forget it. <laughs> I'm no William Shatner or Captain Kirk, but sadly, Ricardo Montalban has passed away. Fantasy Island star, and of course, for all science fiction and Star Trek fans alike, he was Khan Doninian Sin, or simply known as Khan, in the original Star Trek series as well as the ever-popular Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. He was 88. And sadly today, we see the passing of an American legendary artist, Andrew Wyeth, has passed away at the age of 91, son of N.C. Wyeth, an equally legendary artist in his own right. So you may be asking, well, what's the good news if this is all the sad news? Well, <laughs> the good news is a result of more bad news, but it, with a happy ending. Unless you've been in a TARDIS off-world for the last couple of days, you know of the U.S. Airways jetliner going down in the Hudson River here in New York. I thought this was just going to add to the week as far as the misery and the sad news, compounding what had already been a week of sad, somber news. Thankfully, all 155 people came out of the incident alive, as you know. Kudos to the crew and, of course, to the pilot, uh, Chelsea B. Sully Sullenberger. Any accident or any emergency landing crash or whatever you want to term it that you can walk away from, it, 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 it's, it's a happy ending, even though, even though that's, you know, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't part of their plans for that day, I'm sure. You know how the end of each year, as was the case a couple of weeks ago with the passing of the year 2008, many of the news media will gather together all those that had passed on during that year. This week felt like one of those years. <laughs> I mean, it was only a week, but it just seemed like one after another. Let's hope this is not going to be a trend for the upcoming weeks as we push forward in the year 2009 or 2009, if you prefer. He's back. David Tennant is back in the West End production of Hamlet for its final week of performances. And speaking of backs, it was due to a back injury that David Tennant had to take leave earlier last month so that he could have surgery for a prolapsed disc. The Royal Shakespeare Company feared that he may not return at all due to his slow recovery. He received a standing ovation when he turned up on Saturday playing the lead role instead of his understudy, Edward Bennett, who the audience had expected that night. A spokesman for the Royal Shakespeare Company stated that 
they would be assessing David's return for each performance on a day-by-day basis. So showgoers should check out their website after 12 noon each day for updates on that evening's show. Actor, singer, dancer, and now comic book writer? John Barrowman will be trying his hand at yet another medium, and this time it's family. Barrowman, as you may know as Captain Jack Harkness from Doctor Who as well as Torchwood, will be writing a Torchwood comic with his longtime collaborator and sister Carol E. Barrowman. Tommy Lee Edwards and Trevor Goring are slated to produce the artwork for it. Expect to see it in issue 14 of the bi-monthly Torchwood magazine. The story centers around a deadly menace on a remote Scottish island in which Captain Jack's companions are one by one picked off. The concept of the comic came about when John and his sister were working on Anything Goes, John's autobiography, while spending time together in the Torchwood set. Am I bothered? By Catherine Tate spoofing Doctor Who on Channel 4's program, The Sunday Night Project, on the 18th of January at 10 p.m., where she will be dressing up as the 10th Doctor himself, complete with an overcoat and sideburns. So check it out. Catherine Tate, Channel 4, The Sunday Night Project, the 18th of January at 10 p.m. That's if you get Channel 4. (laughs) That's Channel 4 in the UK for those um, outside of the UK. And speaking of the UK, the Garden UK is bothered by Doctor Who being shot in Dubai. Gareth McLean, who writes a blog on television at theguardian.co.uk, is reporting that the BBC intends to shoot in Dubai for one of the upcoming Doctor Who specials this year. If this is the case, it would be unsettling due to Dubai's miserable record when it comes to human rights and environmental concerns. All that glitters is not gold in Dubai. According to The Guardian's piece, Dubai is a dubious choice for its atrocious treatment of migrant workers, disregard of the environment, appalling human rights record where you can be arrested and jailed for up to 10 years simply for being gay, The latter alone would make one scratch their head on why Russell T. Davies would bring the production there. McLean assures his readers that the BBC has stated, in fact, that it would be shooting some of one of the specials there this year. Finally, for the record, Doctor Who Series 4 soundtrack by Murray Gold has been released this week on CD in the U.S. Though, oddly, I haven't seen it in the iTunes store yet. You still can get it on a physical CD, as I did. It's this like strange, silver, shiny disc object in a clear, squarish plastic case. It's very odd, but it, it brought back memories. Though I don't see it in that form for too long, because I immediately take these little silver, shiny discs and import them into my iTunes library. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this supersonic edition of the Sonic News Driver. I want to thank you for listening to the Sonic News Driver. As always, please send feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been an Art Trap production. Thank you.
I will not be pushed, filed, stamped, indexed, briefed, debriefed, or numbered. My life is my own.